Hello. This is the Young and Restless podcast. Woo! I'm Nicolette. She, her, hers. I'm Jessie. She, her, hers. And today we are going to record our intro to the podcast, which is going to be very raw and mostly unedited and uncomfortable, I feel. What, what happens if I have to cough? Cough. That was fake. That was not that real. That was so real. That was not a real It cop. tickled and I like held it in because okay. we're recording. So who are we and what are we doing here and why do we think what we have to say is important? That's the big question between all people who start podcasts, I think. So why don't you go ahead and tell our listeners a little bit about who you are and why you're doing this podcast? Wow, what a loaded question. Um, so I'm 31. I am almost said I'm a grad student. I'm no longer a grad student. I am now an associate marriage and family therapist. I am a lover of psychology and the mind and the soul and the psyche. And you're my best friend. And we have some pretty wonderful conversations and... Mm-hmm issues and fun things that come up all the time that I think are relatable. Mm -hmm. And I also want to learn more. So I'd like to have people on this podcast that can help me grow and develop and expand my brain. I agree with all of that. Yeah. What about you? Who are you? Uh, My name is Nicolette Gattuso. I am 27 years old. I live in Santa Rosa, California. I am also an associate marriage and family therapist and a certified drug and alcohol counselor. Um, Jesse is also my best friend. We met. I know. Jesse's not my best friend, actually. Um, We met in graduate school at Pacifica Graduate Institute. So both of our backgrounds are very Jungian and uh, depth oriented, which is really nice and exciting. And I think that the world deserves to know more about what that's like. Um, I feel like it's such a niche mm-hmm. kind of area. And I really want to expand people's um, experiences of the unconscious and dream analysis and dream tending and shadow material and archetypes and all that stuff, which we will talk about when we cover different topics. Um, I also love psychology. I love the brain. I love how the mind works. I love how our psyches work and how the unconscious works. And I also just think that both Jesse, you and I, wanted to talk about topics that are uncomfortable to talk about, um, but that need to be talked about, which is why Mm -hmm. we originally had named the podcast Things Happen and We Talk About It. And that was an L. We took the L on that. It didn't work out. I mean, things still happen, and we're still going to talk about it. We're just not going to call our podcast that. Absolutely. And we're also restless. Very restless. So young and restless, we agreed on it. Um, I'll give a shout-out to Nick for for suggesting that. That was really awesome. And um, we had a bunch of really cool submissions of, for names, but I think that we chose the right one. That's very where the light just My flickered. just flickered. Yeah. Someone's here listening, huh? Oh, <laughs> creepy. Cool. So um, we have a list of some things that we're going to talk about. Um, our first episode is going to be on clicks, which um, we'll have a guest speaker talking about clicks. I haven't actually reached out to him 
to see if he's willing to talk about it. But I think that it would be nice to have someone who identifies as male talk about um, cliques, specifically because we hear so much about mean girls and this, you know, idea of girls being clicky and bitchy and mean, um, whatever the word bitchy means to you. I have a question. Yeah. What are you, or we, I don't know, what are you looking to create with this like why are we doing a podcast you know why (laughs) why the fuck why well i think we're doing this because well let's let's look back to when we decided we wanted to do a podcast this was about this was in april of 2019 okay and um i was moving out of my old house Mm. in valley ford Mm mm-hmm to Santa Rosa, and we were in Target with a, a person An who I will not name. <laughs> and um, I think we were just talking about like life and the, the things that life throws at us, and the um, difficulties with life, and all of the different layers of things, and the weird things that happen that we don't talk about, mm-hmm. and wanting people to talk about it. Like I. Uh, you know, may or may not sniff my tampon every once in a while. And that's not something that a lot of people want to admit, but that's a thing, right? Um, that I think is important to talk about. So <laughs> I'm maybe we won't cover that exact um, idea. I think that's a diagnosis in the DSM. It may be um, some kind of philia. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, But I think our whole idea was like, whoa, there's so many things going on in our life um, and people don't talk about it. People keep so much stuff inside and that's why eventually people seek therapy, really. Mm -hmm. Not many people use therapy as a preventative. Um, So I think that's it. And then also, like I said, I think just exploring and paying more and putting more attention on depth psychology and Jung and his ideas because I think he's really overlooked. Everyone focuses a lot on Freud because he's weird and his ideas are taboo about mom, mom, which all of my ideas are about mom too in a very different way. So what about you? What are are your thoughts on that? You mean why? Yeah. Same. I mean, I think... um, Well, I have a... Are you going to the bathroom? <laughs> kind of. I have a very vague memory of you moving as well. But I think, like, we got into an argument. I think it was, like, the first time we've ever gotten in an argument. Because it was, like, towards... I don't want to say a peak of our friendship. Because that means we're on the downward. <laughs> but I think it was, like, during the uprise of our friendship developing. And we were moving you... And I think it was just a lot, and we got into an argument, and, like, at the end of it, we were just, like, it's fine. Like, things happen, and we're going to talk about it as, mm-hmm. like, this foundation of our friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have seen that consistently over the past couple of years, just in the way that we navigate conversations with each other and with others in our life and people that come into our lives, like your boyfriend, for example, mm-hmm. like... I think that as people come in and become a part of our system, like our family system, you and I, 
like they start to understand and see that like we talk about shit Mm -hmm. and that's important to us Mm -hmm. and um and i wonder how many people are uncomfortable by that i think well not a lot stick around yeah (laughs) that's true except chris he's the only one well he yeah yeah we get ghosted a lot but i i I do think that it that that it speaks to this like what are people's preconceived notions about therapists Mm -hmm. and does it feel like two against one sometimes? With I think people? it does. Um, but I think we're also aware of that and we try and pull back and like rein it in. But then when we do that, that's noticeable. And then we seem uninterested or standoffish. Mm-hmm. And it's just for me, I, I guess, like navigating how do I show up in a friendship that doesn't feel too much like a therapist, doesn't feel neglectful. Like, how do I switch my brain? And I don't think I can do that. So I'd like to have this podcast be about us as human beings. Like, yes, we have this perspective of a therapist, but we also have perspective of 20 plus years of being (coughs) a human. Mm -hmm. And that's what I think, you know, Jesse and I have been talking about a lot. I have to cough. See, now this is a real one. (coughs) That's what mine sounded like. You want some water? The tickle. No, um, I'd rather die, die. Um, and so I do think that this is something that's been in conversation with us for a long time. Is this like, how do people perceive therapists? And this is something we, we did talk about in grad school. And I remember one of our teachers, Alonzo, um, he'll probably never listen to this, but (laughs) if he ever does, I'm shouting you out out in the intro. Um, if Alonzo, Alonzo, if you're out there, listen to me. Um, He said, yeah, you know what? Sometimes I deliberately turn the therapist off. And when I go out to eat with my friends or we're out and having a good time and having dinner or, or wherever we are, they talk to me like I'm going to have this therapeutic relationship with them. And all, and they'll be saying, Hey, like, Oh, you know, my wife or my whatever my you know partner and I just like had this thing and I just really feel like she's experiencing blah 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 like what do you think he'll be like he said something to the effect of well fuck her you know (laughs) what I mean like really taking that therapy (laughs) process out of it to better humanize himself Mm -hmm. right and and normalize the fact that like yes are we therapists yeah are you paying me to talk to you about your deep-seated issues and processes no is that something we naturally are drawn to do when we talk to people is look for those things absolutely and where is the balance and then on the flip side though i want to say what about when those people call us and do want the therapist perspective are we shitty people for saying you know right now i'm not emotionally available for that obviously you wouldn't say it like that because that's the therapist phrase but like do we get to say no when someone calls for advice and we just are burnt from the day or from our own shit well i think that's i mean if i can say i think that our codependency Mm -hmm. will say no you're not allowed to say i'm emotionally taxed today I'm I'm not actually feeling available for this conversation. Mm. Can we talk another time or is there someone you someone else you have that can support you right now? 
Because oftentimes I do want to actually say that. I want mm-hmm. to say, wow, I can't answer this phone. I can't have this conversation. I don't actually really care what you're talking about maybe right now. Mm-hmm. I have so many other things going on. But I'll find myself agreeing anyways. Being to, available. To ha- to, exactly, to be available. Because, again, I think that's who we are. It's also, yes, does it have lingerings of codependency? Sure. And I think we're called to be therapists for a reason and that reason is we want to help people. And so if someone is calling us in a need, I think it's very counterintuitive to say no. And I think that we do need to. Yeah. Yeah. I think we do need to. So. So the first episode's on clicks. The first episode is on clicks. Um, and I think. As in like friendship clicks. Group conglomerates. Yeah, not like clicks on a mouse. Right, not like clicks. Right. I don't that, know what other type of click. I mean, neither. And I was click is to... more of a sound. Yeah. Click click, click clack, clickety click clack. Uh huh. This is going to be interesting. <laughs> so yes, we're talking about clicks, um, groups, groups of people that feel. Bad. I mean, we are a click. We're a click, right. But I think that um, there is a fine difference, a profound difference between a bond and connection and a click. Yeah. I agree. Like, for example, you know, we have a group of people that we hang out with every mm-hmm. Tuesday mm-hmm. Um, and could that be seen as a click absolutely but what makes it different than a click we are inclusive if someone wanted to come I don't think that anyone one of us would have would say no mm-hmm. um, I think that our intention as a whole of each one of us as individuals is pure and uh, I think the collective group is intentions are pure right mm-hmm. and we we all have a lot of integrity mm-hmm. and we're not also all relying on each other to have this experience of wholeness mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. we are all each individual people very capable of functioning that way and i don't know that um i don't know that people who hang out in groups all of them could be considered cliques i don't agree no i don't agree either i think I mean, I don't think we're a click, but I think we could, we are, I imagine we're looked at as a click. Sure. But I wonder if the people that are in clicks are not thinking they're looked at as clicks. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just a thought of like, how are we perceived? I think in this podcast, at least, we also need to look at the flip side right. in order to really make our, not make our point because that seems so harsh. No, but, but make in order our point to like and say where we're at, I think we also need to acknowledge and respect the view of us from others as well. Mm-hmm. And I think that which we are, is what we do is what you do as therapists, right? Where is our personal content? Right? Yeah. How do we relate to the material? Not yeah. just this is about everyone outside. This is I I definitely agree that. And how are we flawed? Mm-hmm. Oh. I mean, how am I flawed? Oh, You're how not. we are right? Oh no, I thought it was you. <laughs> So we are flawed. Absolutely. 100%. But I think that's my, that's my favorite human experience. 
Or else this podcast would be called Young and Flawless. Wow. Thank you. That was... Thanks. Just right now. I'll Dumbledore that one. Thank you. Dumbledore clap that. I'm bowing for, um, the, for those listening. Very good. Thank you. Um, so there, I guess, is a little sneak peek into... The, how funny I am? How funny you are. The podcast we're going to do on clicks. Yes. Um, and I think that, Jesse, that sets a really good precedent it, it, for everyone listening. You know, the goal is to really try to also... If we're going to analyze and chip away at these constructs or ideas of other quote other people Mm -hmm. our goal and our mission I think is to do it on ourselves as well where in my life do I um relate to this dynamic or this complex and where um where do I see it happening also in the world right we have to be able to look at both sides I think that I'm so activated by clicks because I for sure have been in them mm-hmm. a lot. And I do want to really know what is a discerning factor between a clique and a group of people? What discerns a toxic dynamic, a, you know, platoon <laughs> of people whose general framework is to make others feel uncomfortable and unwanted for, well, from a group of people who who run on love and acceptance and inclusion. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think the reason I'm so activated by clicks is because I want to be a part of one. There's a Mm -hmm. part of me Mm -hmm. that wants to be chosen Mm -hmm. or, like, picked. Picked to click. Picked to click. You know? Shout out to B.B. Burke. (laughs) You know, I want to be a part of that sometimes. I want to be in that toxic circle because I want to feel good enough to have them want me to be there. Right. And so I guess... My desire to understand myself and why that's so f- something I fantasize is why I want to pick it pick it apart. Right. Right. Same. Mm-hmm. I mean, I even notice, you know, in the last couple of years when I've been drawing very far back from cliques, especially in my in in the community I'm involved in, mm-hmm. right? I notice how bad how uncomfortable it is to draw back, as if I'm doing something wrong, mm-hmm. right? As if I need to be involved in the clique to matter, to have a place, right? To avoid this annihilation anxiety um, that my existence is relevant and important because these people that, that through the collective lens are important and valuable and popular and whatever, that some, you know, if I'm not a part of that, then I'm not, I'm not, I don't exist. And that's really, truly how it feels. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I, I, I think I do as well. I know I do as well. Very much so want to be a part of this. And, and um, because I'm kind of this anti-click activist and I'm retreating <laughs> from the click mentality, it is painful and uncomfortable because it does feel like, wow, I'm going to tr- be in trouble. And who the fuck is deciding that I'm in trouble? But that really is truly how it feels. And that, again, is what I feel like differentiates a community from a clique. Yeah, the clique is the shadow. Right. If you want to look at it like of that. Of the community. Like right. friendship circles are healthy. Communities are healthy. Uh, 
categories of fellowships and gender and culture and all these things that are their own communities and categories all have shadows of cliques. There's all Mm -hmm. cliques within them, which is this gathering of people that doesn't end up serving any sort of purpose, if you want my opinion. It's a social experience that is like, I don't know. Toxic. Right. In my opinion. Mm-hmm. When I see a click, I, I always ask, where, where is the suffering? Mm-hmm. Where is that wound? Right? Um, there must be something in each person suffering, which That's, I think is true for everybody. But I, I think that there's an, there's an especial, especial, especial. It's so especial. It's special. There's a special suffering. Mm-hmm. Um, this collective FOMO, fear of missing out. This collective um, little girl in everybody or little boy in everybody or little person in everybody that really wants to be a part of. And all of those people kind of form this squadron. Um, Maybe it's what ties them together. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's... Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so... Yeah, that's I'm I'm always like wow like I wonder I wonder what if this click fell tumbled where is the foundation good is the foundation of this based on on humility and integrity and love and unity Yeah I mean I guess I would want to know what it takes to make a click fall. I feel like a pebble. Well, yeah, I mean, if you look at clicks similar to how we look at narcissistic personality disorder, mm-hmm. um, they're like bubbles, very, very fragile, and they kind mm-hmm. of float around, mm-hmm. right? And they utilize their environment, yeah. and if they were to touch something, they would pop. So they try not to, they distance and try not to get too close to anything and they utilize things to their advantage. And so clicks, for me, have the same consistency, the consistency of a bubble. It is in fact very fragile um, and the ego strength is very poor of the collective click. And I think, yes, it takes something as little as it accidentally brushing up against your hand for it to fall. And and the reason for that I think is because the purpose of a clique is that everybody's kind of it's almost this groupthink idea that everyone needs to agree with everybody. And if there's a disagreement then that person is no longer working with the mm-hmm. cohesion of the clique. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it is threatening to the clique, which is why cliques are selective because you can't just have this wild seed it may be threatening to... Yeah, and you get pushed out. Right, it's like a wounded animal. Mm-hmm. We need to leave the animal. We have to keep going, right? We're, we're transitioning to a new place. We, we have to leave that kind of straggler mm-hmm. or else we're going to right. fall. Which, you know, we talk about not shooting our wounded, but I think that clicks, clicks do, do that. that. So without, I feel like... <laughs> so that's a full episode. That's one whole episode. <laughs> That's our episode on clicks. 
Um, so we will, I guess, announce who our guest speaker is going to be um, later on in the week. Um, yeah. Does he know? He doesn't. Well, maybe he does. Maybe. I'd also like to want to. I'd also like to want to know. I'd, I'd also like. Liked, wanna... I would. I would like to know. Mm-hmm. What. All of our listeners. Would like to hear as well. Absolutely, and I think it can be as weird and awkward and uncomfortable as possible, and it can also be anonymous. So if you want to submit yeah. an anonymous topic. We will not shout you out, although I love shout outs. Um, if there is something that you really would like to talk about that you want to. Or promote. Or, or advocate promote. for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also want to think about maybe announcing ahead of time who's going on so that people can submit questions. Because, mm. like, our questions are great, but I also think that other people want to know things. Yes. That's a really good idea. Beautiful. This is exciting. This is very exciting. Thank you to everyone who has listened. (laughs) (laughs) I noticed that it feels like we're having a conversation, but we're both projecting our voice to the phone laying on the floor. We are. This is how we're recording. We're talking way louder to each other than we typically talk. Yeah. And, and we're, we're sitting very close. And, <laughs> and we're respecting each other's full sentences instead of, well, somewhat, instead of cutting each other off. Which is not normal. Never happens. Never. We usually are also finishing each other's sentences, though. Yeah. Which, I, which is not happening. And it will. For sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys, that wraps up this episode. The <laughs> introduction to Young and Restless. Oh, I'm so excited. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys, for listening. Turn it off. Turn it off? <laughs> it's over. Oh.